BHH Productions presents KB Cabaret, an original variety show, with your host, Bree Harvey. Hi folks, and welcome to KB Cabaret. My name is Bree Harvey, head writer and producer of this show. KB Cabaret is a calabaloo of original skits, songs, poetry, and short stories. What's Calabaloo, you ask? Magic from a child's creative imagination. I was five when I coined that word, and it's been with my family ever since. The settings originate from my hometown, Parlor City. And the stories originate from people... Who are a product of fiction. Names, characters, places, and incidents either are products of the author's imagination or are used fictitiously. Any resemblance to actual events, locales, or persons living or dead is entirely coincidental. Thank you, Kate. That, folks, obviously, is my lawyer. Starring my friends, the Parlor City Players, Judy McMahon, Kate Murray, Molly Murray, Charles Berman, John Carey, John Montgomery, Bill Murray, and me, your host, Bree Harvey. KB Cabaret would also like to introduce a new voice talent, Dawn Gould. Welcome to our town. City, where our friends come, come out to play. When neighbors don't leave, they stay and chat a while. Welcome to our town, to KB Cabaret. This week on KB Cabaret, we are pleased to present the return of our special musical guest, Eva Doheny. Our time to KB Cabaret. Mornings are a special time for me. My rituals are simple. A good cup of coffee, soft classical music, and a little daily feature in our local newspaper called Advice with Granny Ada. And now KB Cabaret presents Advice with Granny Ada. Parlor City's cherished advice columnist. Dear Granny Ada, two years ago I followed my boyfriend to California, found a great job, and we are going to get married in the spring. It's all exciting and I couldn't be happier. However, I do have apprehensions when it comes to my mother. She is of closed mind when it comes to body art. Over the past few years, I've been tattooed with some beautiful designs. I also have commissioned to have a tattoo artist design a pattern on my arm to match the embroidery on the top of my bridal gown. I haven't seen my mother since I moved to the West Coast. I'm worried about her reaction. If I tell her in advance, she may not come to my wedding. How should I deal with the situation? Signed, Inked. Dear Inked, how delightful. Getting married after two years of shagging up with your loved one surely must be a proud achievement in your life. Avoiding to see your mother for those two years, not to mention donning tattoos all over your body, which you call art, makes you a fine representation of a modern young woman. And you call your mother close-minded... Really, dear, 
your mother expects the same skin you left with, without markings of any kind. Why young women today want to ink themselves up like a sailor is beyond all reasonable understanding. Imagine yourself forty years from now. Bold eagles will look pretty old and saggy. The weight gain you'll surely ensue will make even the smallest of objects look puffed and porky. My suggestion is to save your money on inking the matching embroidery. I doubt that wedding pattern will go with any of your other clothing. Then cover up while your mother is in town, dear. Wear long sleeves, uh, turtlenecks, and gloves if you have to. Maybe after the wedding you could cash some of those wedding checks, sweetie, and buy yourself a laser tattoo removal procedure. Then you and your hubby can start out life with a clean slate. Thank you for writing, honey, and have a nice day, Granny Ada. doing the show. Ladies and gentlemen, Parlor City chef extraordinaire, Beulah Deschamps. Oh, thank you. I have to hurry, but I wanted to invite you over to celebrate my son's 39th birthday. Oh, well, that's so kind of you. When is it? Two days from now, around eight-ish. Oh, I think I can make it. Oh, that's fine, then. Beulah, did we celebrate Polly's 39th birthday last year as well? Well, really, we've been celebrating his 39th for a few years now. Polly is so sensitive about his age. <laughs> I'm making his favorite cake in the world. And that would be? Lane cake. Lane cake? Wasn't that the cake that Scout Finch in To Kill a Mockingbird said made her tight? Oh, you would remember something like that. Lane cake is a traditional southern cake since the late 1800s. Mrs. Lane won first prize with it at a county fair in Georgia. It's made with a milk batter and can be filled with raisins and other chopped dried fruit. Some people even put in chopped uh, roasted hazelnuts or almonds. And? Uh, and what, dear? And what else does lane cake include? It has a traditional boiled frosting. And? Oh, you. <laughs> Lane Cake has good old Tennessee bourbon in the fill, and really, dear, you have to stop obsessing about alcohol. I have to stop obsessing. It really is a very rich and decadent cake. I am so glad you're coming to the party, because... Mama! Ow, ow! Stop pushing! Who's this scallywag in your kitchen eating your Captain Crunch? Oh, Polly, you're home. Yes, Mama, I'm home. And I find this person in the bottom half of his pajamas eating the captain. Who is this guy? Oh, dear. Polly, this is my old high school classmate, Bobby. Bobby and I were the prom king and queen back in the day. Bobby, this is Polly, my son, the chef, I am so proud of. Hi. Sorry we got off on the wrong foot. Yeah, obviously you feel quite at home. Now wait just a minute, Mother. The divorce from Daddy isn't even finalized yet, and you're telling me you have a lover? 
That, Polly, is uncalled for and none of your business. None of my business? Perhaps you forget, madam. You are my mother. I'm sorry to interject here, but we are in the middle of our broadcast. Oh, my oh. apologies, ma'am. We'll take this inside, mama. Oh, I am sorry, Bree. I didn't want the family laundry to be hung out to dry on the public airwaves. Bobby, you should get some clothes on. I'm proud of my abs. Besides, I don't like shirts. You call those flabs abs? Huh? Come on, punch me in the gut. Come on, I won't feel a thing. It would be my pleasure, sir. Ow! Ow, I think you broke a rib. Oh, my hand. Your flab broke my hand. Oh, oh my gosh, baby. Boys, could one of you call 911? Thanks. Oh, Polly, honey, are you all the way over there? Who's that redhead? That redhead is Charlene, my fiancé, Mama. Your fiancé? Oh. And now she's out. Boys, take Beulah and these gentlemen back to the green room. Give her some smelling salt. And chamomile too for everybody while they wait for the paramedics. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks. We'll see you all at the party. <laughs> that should be fun. Well, once again, the family has left us on a high note, I think. That lane cake sure sounded good, right? <laughs> right. So I will post the recipe on Beulah's Recipe Bar on kbcabaret.com. That's K-B-K-A-B-A-R-E-T dot com. And look for Beulah's Recipe Bar. What's your emergency? I need to speak with your EMT. I'm sorry, but there are no EMTs here. What's your emergency? No emergency. I just need to speak with your EMT. I just told you, ma'am, there are no EMTs here. Do you have an emergency? Well, I just told you that I don't. All I want to do is speak with the EMT that came to my house earlier today. Ma'am? This is an emergency call center, staffed only with qualified medical operators. If you have no emergency, then you need to hang up immediately. Okay, but when he gets back, tell him to call me. Should I leave you my number, or does it just pop up on your screen? No, ma'am. On all accounts, you need to hang up now, or I will dispatch the police. Do you know where he's going next? Maybe I can meet him there. Hang on. Let me grab a pen. That's it. I'm dispatching an officer to your location. Please remain where you are. But what about the EMT? Where do you keep them? We don't keep them anywhere, ma'am. They belong to various emergency squads throughout the surrounding communities, and we dispatch them as necessary. Oh. You sound disappointed. I am. Why? What makes you think we have EMTs here? Well, first off, I live with my mother, and she's getting up there in years. Well, earlier today, she took a nasty little fall in the garden. I told her I was going to get the weeds, but she wouldn't listen. She's like that, you know. Has to be done right this minute. And it's not like she didn't know where the edge of the fountain was, because she's the one who had it put in. So she's bending over, 
something the doctor told her she shouldn't do, and starts pulling the weeds, and for some reason stops paying attention, backs into the wall, and plop, over she went. Probably serves her right, but we weren't sure if she had broken anything, so just to be safe, we called 911. You guys. Uh-huh. And you sent over the EMT. Uh-huh. A really cute EMT. Uh-huh. He was so adorable and handsome, and he got my mom on her feet in no time. You know, I think we had a few moments while he was here, but he left before I had a chance to get his phone number, and I just thought... That you would call us to get it? So you'll do it? No. Oh, come on. That's not how it works. Well, how does it work? Oh, for God's sake. Wait a minute. There's someone at the door. Ma'am. I think it's a police officer. Ma'am, as soon as the officer... Ooh, he's cute. Ma'am. Way cuter than that EMT. Ma'am. I'm not making the same mistake twice. Well, hello, handsome. Come in. So what you have heard is a song called I Fought a Boy that is sung and co-written by Eva Doheny, who I have in my studio today, and I'd like to welcome you. Hello, Eva. How are Hi, you? Hi. I'm good. Thank you. How are you? I am great. You have been going uh, through a lot since I last seen you here in our studio. Tell yes. me a little bit of what you've been doing in California. Whew, I've been working hard on my music. Um, I celebrated my birthday, actually, in California, which was pretty fun. You went to Universal? Yep, I went uh, to Universal Studios, and my manager took me out for ice cream and a movie. Uh, yeah, cool that? that's that's very cool. So um, tell me about this music process that you went through. You recorded whew, a whole album, though. Yes, um, right when I got off the plane, it was probably about 10 o'clock at night. I immediately started working on songs. I was so excited to be there, and I started working on recording the songs and writing the songs. And I stayed up, I remember, for Never Given Up, which you're going to hear, till here in New York. The time would be 6 o'clock in the morning. Um, so I stayed up pretty late. Um, I worked hard, but I also had fun. I had a lot of fun there. Now, on the website that we're going to share... You have a little video pics of the things that you did while you worked on the music? Yep. Okay, that's good because your website is going to be on our website, linked <sighs> to it under the musicians page. So yeah. I just wanted to make sure there were a lot of fun footages on there. You celebrated your birthday. Might would you forgive me if I asked you how old you are? Uh, I will. Um, I am 10 years old. You're 10 years old, and you were 9 when you I were was. here last time. I right. was. Unbelievable what you have accomplished. Thank you. What I'd like to play right now is a song called Sky Swing. Tell me a little bit about this song before we play it. So the song is about, um, I remember writing it on the plane um, because I was in the sky. So I thought, okay, so this should be something, you know, sky something. And then I thought, sky swing. And I was thinking about what does a sky swing mean? What is a sky swing? And then I thought that that's maybe, you know, your secret escape, your happy place, you know. Um, so if, if anything bad is happening, you know, you can just go right to your, uh, your safe place, your hideaway that just automatically makes you feel better. All right. So we're going to listen to Sky Swing. Mm -hmm. 
see why we have to make such a big deal about me meeting your parents. I'm 44 years old, for God's sakes. I'm too old for this. No, you're not. My father is very old-fashioned, and if we're going to be together, we'll need his approval. <laughs> why do I feel like I'm 15 again? Uh, hello, Mr. Burns. I'm Richard Garfield from Janie's school. Can she come out and play? Cut it out, Richie. Come on. <laughs> Maybe you'll like my dad. And maybe the pigs will fly tonight. Quiet. Here we are. 
Mom. Hi, Dad. This is Richie. Well, hello, Richie. Welcome to our home. What are your intentions with my daughter, young man? Dad, you just met Richie. Give him a minute. Well, that last guy you brought over here didn't work out so well. That was 25 years ago? Now there's no use crying over spilt milk. Richie, why don't you find something on TV while Jane and I get dinner ready? Good idea. There's a Yankee game on. Three short with a pitch. Swung on it on the ground to deep short. Backhanded by Groach. Sets and throws and in time. He got it. What are you watching on my TV, son? Yankee game. Is it football? No, baseball. It's the Yankees. I don't know anything about baseball. Oh, what sports do you follow? None of them. Damn waste of time. I told the guy who delivers the paper to pull the sports section right out of it before he drops it off here. Got me a 25-cent discount. Yeah, that's a great idea. Uh, Sorry, I don't know your first name. My first name is Mr. Mr. Burns. Oh, yes, sir, Mr. Burns. How long is this game going to last? It's only the second inning, so it'll be about another two hours or so. Well, that's too bad, because Lawrence Welk starts in 15 minutes. <laughs> Lawrence Welk. Oh, that's a good one. <sighs> Did I say something funny? Well, yeah, Lawrence Welk. Oh, you're serious about that. You actually watch Lawrence Welk? Hasn't he been dead for like 10 years? Watch it, son. Lawrence will live forever. He's the king of champagne music. Champagne? You like champagne? Of course not. I'm a teetotaler just like my daddy was before me. Alcohol is the devil's cocktail. Right. Well, couldn't you just DVR Lawrence Welk for this week and watch it later? DVR? Too high-tech for me. VCR? Reel-to-reel tape recorder? Forget it. Change the channel. I don't want to miss the bubble machine at the start of the show. How's it going in here? Great. Your dad was just telling me about uh, the lovely Lennon sisters. Thank you, boys. It was a real toe tapper. You know, Jane, maybe your ex wasn't so bad after all. Suppose you could get him back before it's too late? Everyone in the dining room, dinner's ready. Maybe I can catch the end of the game after dinner and Lawrence Welk are all done. Hee-haw, it's 7 o'clock. Hey, somebody just blowed up a cow. Alan, that gun, it's still in the hall closet, right? Dad! And now, two men we found on the streets claiming they could do one-liners. Monty and Carrie. Hey, Carrie, what's the opposite of irony? Wrinkly. Hey, Monty, how many people with ADD does it take to screw in a light bulb? How many? Want to go ride bikes? Hey, Carrie, what did the bra say to the hat? You go on ahead. I'll give these two a lift. This is so exciting. I can't wait to get together with the wedding planner. This is something you'll never forget, darling. I wish my mother would have been with me when I made my plans. 
I thought you got married in Vegas, Mom. I did, dear. Although I love your father, I regret not having a church wedding. Yeah, that's too bad, Mother Larrabee. Hun, the game starts in 25 minutes. Can't I just go? You and your mother can take care of the preliminary arrangements. No! This is our day, darling, not Mother's. You are part of our union. You do love me, don't you, baby? Oh, of course I love you, sugar, but the game! Come on, Cupcake. What's one silly baseball game compared to my... Sorry, our wedding? Pretend I'm not even here, kids. I'm just here for moral support. Hello! Welcome, welcome. Have a seat. So, who's the bride? I am. Oh, I wasn't sure. You two look just like sisters. <laughs> so you, sir, must be the groom then. <laughs> yeah. Let's sit down. Let's sit down. I have your names, Amanda and Albert. Oh, no, no. That's not right. I'm not the bride-to-be. I am the mother, Amanda Shapiro. No, this is the bride, Jennifer Shapiro. Oh, well, it says here... Oh, well, never mind. It's such an easy fix. I'll just white out Amanda, no offenses, <laughs> and just put in Jennifer. Okay. Now, Jennifer, what do you envision? Uh, well, I was thinking a destination wedding. Somewhere warm, like the beach. Right, honey? I, I, I thought we were going to get married in town where all my family lives. Yes, well, I was thinking about that love muffin. But then this is a one-time opportunity to bring my dream to life. Don't look at me. Pretend I'm just a fly on the wall. So I was thinking maybe the Bahamas? Oh, very nice. I'll write in Baham. Excuse me, dear. Uh, to go to the Bahamas, you'll need passports. Some people don't have passports like Uncle Roy, who had his taken away last year, remember? What about somewhere like San Diego? Oh, uh, San Diego sounds nice. What do you think, sweetie? I think our local church and reception hall are just fine. But honey pie, baby. Okay, if that's what you really want. Oh, baby. San Diego it is. Lovely. Destination, San Diego. Now, do you want to get married in a church or a hall? Well, Albert's family wants a church wedding. Wouldn't the ceremony be lovely on a yacht? A yacht? Oh, Mommy! A yacht. No, no, my mom gets seasick on a yacht. Oh, but Sugar Bear, it would be so beautiful under blue skies and clear water to get married on a yacht. A hundred-foot yacht called the Paradise of the Seas. Here are the brochures. They provide a mansion on a private island for the reception. Oh, honey, this is a dream. Look at the pictures. But... My mother, the church, the priest. You don't love me, Shuggy Woogie? Oh, I do, honey bee, but... 
Look, Albert, give her some Dramamine, and she won't even notice the water. The priest can be on board. Besides, people build churches. God created the seas. Oh, please, my strawberry frosted cupcake. But please. Oh, okay. But one of you has to tell my mother. Oh, I love you, sweetie. You're the best. Oh, this is going to be so much fun. A yacht and an island mansion. Now, the yacht will take 49 people and the mansion will take a capacity of 300. Well, that's fine because we're discussing around 40 people max. Right, baby doll? Well, Mommy, I have the list right here. Your family, Albert, is a total of 15, including you and your mother. Our family, 253, including Jennifer, her father, and myself. What? Honey, sweetie, baby, we have a large family. They won't even fit the yacht. Well, only five of your family give or take, and about 35 of our family members need to be on the yacht, plus the five bridesmaids and five ushers. The rest of the party can be brought in by military helicopters. Military. Uncle Harry is a four-star general. I give up. As long as I can wear my cowboy boots. With a tux? <laughs> I don't think so. But... Honey, sugar bear, we will discuss this later. <laughs> cowboy boots. Good. Well, then it's all set. Shall we discuss the flowers? We're back with Eva Duhaney, and um, before we're going to be playing another song of yours. <laughs> Very excited. Tell me about the person, the producer that you worked with. The producer, his name is Jens Gad. He's, he's a really nice and very cool producer. He's very talented, and he worked with Enigma. Um, he did a lot of original songs for Kids Bop, and he also worked with Millie Vanilli. Very cool. It was The music was cool. With the lip sync, that was a different thing. Okay. <laughs> what we're going to be listening to now is called Don't Throw Sand. I really like this song. Thank you. So do I. Um, I really like this song. All right. So we're going to be listening to Don't Throw Sand. No, I'm not straight in your face. I might look like I'm easy to step on. Maybe I look Sweet and smiley You might think you can get what you want from me I know what I feel I know who my real friends are I know my own style I know what I should ignore Don't throw that Cause I'll throw back songs Never mess with me Cause I'll come back strong Cause I'm a rocker chick, undercover, living it up When I look around me, I see These kids thinking they are stronger than me Giving me looks that I don't need But I don't care cause I'm doing my own thing I know what I feel, I know who my real friends are I know my own style, I know what I should ignore 
I'll say what I feel, be light if I want, cause I'm a rocket chick, undercover, living it up. I'm hungry for breakfast. Hope they have good food here. Of course they do. These southern diners are the best place in the world to get a good home-cooked breakfast. Well, that's what I'm afraid of. It might taste like it was cooked in my home. Carrie, there's some funny stuff on this menu. Eggs and grits, pancakes and grits, bacon and grits. What are grits? Beats me. Sounds like something gets stuck between your toes. Good morning, boys. How y'all doing today? We're hungry. Well, you came to the right place. And by the way, those matching flowered shirts are real snazzy. Thanks, ma'am. We were just wondering, what are grits? You don't know what grits are, sugar? Why, you must be from Yankee country. No, we're Mets fans. I mean, you're from up north. I can tell by your accents and your pasty white faces. Yeah, that's why we came down south, to get tans and some grits and some pretty little redneck girls like you. Pretty little redneck, huh? Then uh, why don't I get you boys a heaping bowl of our special tourist-style chocolate grits? I didn't know they had chocolate grits. Oh, that sounds great. Bring out two of them. Coming right up. Imani, we never found out what grits actually are. Who cares? They're chocolate. They can't be all that bad. Hey, Madge, we got us a couple of dumb Yankees out there. I sold them on the special chocolate grits. <laughs> I love making those special chocolate grits. Hand me the Maxilax. That stuff will keep those bozos busy running to the bathroom for the next 12 hours. Make it a double batch. They called me a pretty little redneck. Well, you are kind of pretty. <laughs> Especially when you're serving those special chocolate grits. Hand me another bottle of the Maxilax. I want to make these special chocolate grits really special. Here you go, boys. Two orders of our special tourist-style chocolate grits. Madge made them specially good for you two special Yankees. Mmm. Monty, these are great. I think they made them special for us because that pretty little redneck waitress liked our shirts. Yep, Carrie. We seem to have a way with these southern women. Uh... Mahani, you'll have to excuse me. Uh, all of a sudden, I have to make a trip to the boys' room really fast. 
Oh, no, wait a minute, Carrie. I have to go, too. Bad! Let me go first! No way! It's every man for himself. Get out of the way! Hey! Open the door! Emergency! We can't wait! Sorry, boys. The men's room is closed for repairs. Can't we use the ladies' room? Oh, that's not allowed down here in redneck country. We gotta get out of here. Get out of the way! Hey, ain't you boys gonna stay for dessert? We're featuring our special homemade chocolate ice cream. Ah! We're back again with Eva <laughs> Doheny. And the title of this song is inspirational. It's called Never Given Up. Yep. And I understand you're going to be singing this song mm-hmm. in, a, in another inspirational way. Tell the audience about that. So in a couple of hours, I am going to be performing... Um, at the CNY Girls Expo and Kids Expo um, at the State Fairgrounds, and um, it's going to be from 11 to 4. I'm going to be performing throughout the course of the day, and also I'm going to be performing for a group called Keys, which is a, it's a group that supports kids who have cancer, and they also support them with music. They go to see different musicians play, and I'm going to be doing a private little concert for them. That and is beautiful. Yeah. Um, I really can't wait um, to sing Never Given Up for these amazing kids. KB Cabaret also wants to give a shout-out to the Keys program. It's all about the smiles. Ava is singing for this wonderful group, and... We are going to be linking their website to our website on kbcabaret.com. That's kbkabaret.com. And the Keys program will also be linked to our site. We are also going to be donating to that site since it's such a special cause. So let's listen to this wonderful song, Never Given Up. Can be so easy till they knock you down. Gotta keep on trying, that is all I know. You all know who your friends are, cause they'll help you go, go, go. Lift you up to daylight when you're way down. Oh, I'm never giving up. Every moment 
they always lead your way A path through the valley Up through the mountain sky I'm never giving up, 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 up When times are getting tough, up, up, tough I'm never giving up, 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 up I'm never giving, never giving, never And I crash through every Costco. As Dorothy is about to leave Oz to go home, she stands at the end of the yellow brick road while her new friend, Betsy Bobbin, begs her to take her with her. Betsy Bobbin, are you sure you want to leave Oz and come back to Kansas with me? Oh, yes, Dorothy. Your world sounds so wonderful. Please take me with you. It is wonderful. And it's fun. And it's beautiful. And you're going to love Auntie M as much as I do. Now take my hand and close your eyes. I'm going to click my heels together three times, and we'll both go to where my heart desires most, home. I can't wait. Dorothy, this is so exciting. There's no place like home. There's no place like home. There's no place like home. Uh-oh. What do you mean, uh-oh? This isn't Kansas. Where are we? This is such a strange place. I don't know. Let's have a look around. You go that way, and I'll check over there. Okay. Meet back here in ten minutes. Dorothy! Dorothy! Where are you? Dorothy! Over here! Over where? In the video room. What's a video room? I don't know. That's what it says over the door. Come to the back corner. There's a big sign out front that says, Costco. I thought we were... Shh, shh, shh. 
a detective is just about to tell this rich guy that he discovered his wife is sleeping with the Peapod delivery man while he was investigating the disappearance of the rich guy's daughter who is believed to have been kidnapped by the evil twin brother of the pool boy while she was on vacation in Alcapulco. Man, the music alone on this thing makes me want to cry. What? I said... I heard you. I just don't understand. What is this thing? I think it's called television. In the 50% off, that's got to be a good thing, right? Dorothy, do you have any idea what... Oh, popcorn's ready. Want some? No, I don't. What's popcorn? Package says it's a snack. I found it on a shelf in aisle 47. Smells good. Here, try some. Mmm. Mmm. This is good. Wait, come on. We have to get out of here. Watch what happens when I pull the lever on the side of this chair. Now that's what I call comfort. Dorothy, Dorothy, we have to go now. You go. Here, take the shoes. What about home? Toto, Auntie M. Yeah, yeah, I'll catch up with you guys later. You're nuts. Nuts is leaving before I can find that stuff that'll make my teeth whiter. I'll be right back. They have stuff here that makes your teeth whiter? That's what the handsome man on television just said. Oh my, what else did he say? Well, there's this thing called a crock pot. Hey Monty, whatever happened to that movie, Constipation? I don't think it ever came out. Hey, Carrie, what do you call the person who brings you in contact with the spirit world? A bartender. Hey, Monty, what do you call a boomerang that won't come back when you throw it? A stick. Now, before we end the show, and we're going to be playing Be Yourself, I want to thank this wonderful, mature 10-year-old who I think outmatures even 24-year-old woman because you're powerful and your songs are powerful. Thank you. I knew that from the last time that we met. <laughs> Tell me about Be Yourself and what inspired you. What inspired me? You know, a lot of kids today, a lot of people today actually um, are getting judged and bullied for, you know, who they are. And then um, people are telling them to be not themselves. And I, I don't want that to happen, you know. I want to be myself. So I'm telling everyone, you know, all I am is who I am and no one else. If you want to be anyone, just be yourself. You know, that's, that's the best person you can be. That's the only person you can be. Exactly. <laughs> all right. Eva, thank you very much for being on our show on KB Cabaret. Thank you for having me. And... Just to remind everyone again, Eva's uh, website is going to be linked onto our musicians page. And there you will find CD Baby, how you can order her new album, Eva Fiva, which all these songs and, and more are going to be on there. And that's my plug for Eva, who definitely deserves to be downloaded by you as many times as possible. Remember, the productions cost money. 
you need to pay back. So, <laughs> Be Yourself by Eva on Eva Fiva. And we're signing off at KB Cabaret. Listen to the song. Hey, come with me and have no fear. A fear, a fear. Be loud, be bold, Eva Fiva's here. <laughs> don't hesitate, don't copy, no fake. No fake, no fake. Said love, just be yourself. you, our wonderful audience, for tuning in. KB Cabaret could not exist without you. 
I would also like to thank our hardworking actors and writers, Kate Murray, Judy McMahon, Molly Murray, Charles Berman, John Carey, John Montgomery, and Bill Murray. And I'd like to thank our hardworking sound engineer, Charles Berman, and his assistant, Valentine Monfuega. My musical engineer, Dave Rice, and a special shout-out to Christina Danella, my former music engineer, who is now working on Broadway. KB Cabaret is always looking for original musicians and writers. Inquire at kbcabaret.com. And sponsors, we have a special page just for you at kbcabaret.com. Just go on to the sponsors link and hook up with our climbing number of over 20,000-plus listeners and growing. That we are generating live on this show, our podcast, and on iTunes. In Parlor City, there are no goodbyes, only farewells. Until next time, this is Bree Harvey. Have a Calabaloo type of day. Thank you for coming, coming to stay a while. Thank you for coming to spend some time. Love to have you and share our parlor city. Come back again now to KB Cabaret.